If you're watching this channel, it's because you don't enjoy watching the world squander what Christendom built, but you want to do your part. And chances are you've heard me mention a great means by doing just that. Email made by and for Catholics. Check out fide.email. That's F-I-D-E-I dot email. Built for Catholic individuals, families, organizations, and groups. They're private, secure, and of course, they're Catholic. And they're offering two months off on your first year for an annual subscription if you enter the coupon code return to tradition without spaces that's the name of this channel without spaces at checkout world youth day is nearly done i expect that i'll have to do a follow-up to this video for monday or tuesday given that the events close tomorrow and francis and pastor jimmy martin of the jesuit church are sure to have some rather choice things to say about world youth day the question i want to ask you today is a basic one is World Youth, World Youth Day itself a bad idea? And I honestly think it is. It's been roundly criticized since the 80s, and you're going to hear some uncomfortable things here. Because since the 1980s, the church has replaced large-scale pilgrimages like our ancestors all went on going back to the first century, which has widely been dubbed as a Catholic version of Woodstock. And that may sound unfair, especially if you've gone to one of these things, but unless you understand rock music culture, you probably won't understand. A lot of trads have in our background a connection to the culture of rock music, and that's afforded some of us the ability to recognize that World Youth Day really is an attempt at a Catholic Woodstock, and it's given to us by the generation of Woodstock, which of course is appropriate. Chris Ferrara, writing in The Remnant a few decades ago, honestly, described World Youth Day in that way. He did this by comparing the attendance and the behavior of attendees and the logic of the event back in John Paul II's day to that of Woodstock. That might be hard for many to hear, but this will probably help some realize that what we're about to go through today isn't a new problem. So from his article, quote, It's not merely facile to say that World Youth Day is a Catholic version of Woodstock. We have heard the same extravagant claim for both events, that the world can be changed for the better if only vast numbers of young people, just because they are young, can be gathered together in one place for the promotion of love and peace. Cardinal Stafford, quoting one youngster, Enthused that World Youth Day 1997 in Paris was nothing less than, quote, a revolution of love. But the revolution of love in Paris was evidently not accompanied by a revolution of honesty. According to the Catholic World News Service, the French Bishops Conference was left with $5 million in debts because only about 100,000 of the 500,000 participants in World Youth Day 1997 paid the registration fee. Oddly enough, the proportion of gatecrashers at Woodstock was about the same. As Bishop Michael Dubost complained, quote, I see many of the youngsters buying t-shirts, Coca-Cola, and numerous unnecessary objects, but not registration badges which show they are not prepared to help. Neither was this revolution in love accompanied by a revolution in generosity to, its, to the church. A collection taken up from the 1.3 million people who attended the Pope's outdoor mass, again, 1997, at a racetrack yielded $330,000, an average of 33 cents per congregant. The same people undoubtedly expended vastly more money for Parisian souvenirs, end quote. I'll get back to Chris Ferrara in a moment. Just bear everything in mind what he said there 20 years ago. So back to World Youth Day 2023, which has been a train wreck with a lot of photographic evidence that we'll go through of sacrilegious events with participants treating mass like a rock concert, dressing like, frankly, they're at a rock concert or for a day at the beach, and our Lord in the Eucharist being treated like a party favor. The words of John Venari, writing about World Youth Day 20, 2002, come to mind here. Quote, 
World Youth Day was primarily a rock and roll festival, pervaded by the superstition that today's young people are the first generation in church history that are incapable of knowing and practicing the Catholic piety of the centuries. End quote. Sound familiar? It should. That's the same logic used by the modernists to sell World Youth Day today. In fact, much of the faith today, we're told, can't really be understood in traditionally pious terms. It's the same line about the need to hold what can only be described as Catholic Woodstock every few years. It's what fuels all of this. These events have been going on now for nearly 40 years, and the faith has declined greatly in that time. Perhaps the model doesn't really work and never has. But let's look at some photos. Here you have a drummer at World Youth Day's rock concert behind a monstrance. Seems like an odd mix to me. You don't believe me? Think we're all exaggerating when we call it a rock concert. I've got a video clip for you here from World Youth Day. I, I hope you like rap music. Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, everybody clap your hands. Sing, 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 on the live stream. Let's go, for Jesus, for Mary, say this, say come Holy Spirit, come. Let us feel the kingdom, be a found freedom. Enough of that, I'm sorry. <laughs> I personally have nothing against rock music, even Christian rock or rap music per se, as long as it's not evil in its lyrics, or the music isn't designed to excite your flesh into fleshly things or send your mind into those places. Listen to what you like in general, just use some careful discernment, and it should be a general rule for engaging with the culture. But I just wonder if this stuff has a place at Mass, or a Catholic event, because honestly, the Church has always had some pretty strict rules about the music at Mass and for Church events. Those rules were rather conveniently tossed out after Vatican II, which is why liturgical music today is largely junk. But this lends itself to the perception of World Youth Day being Catholic Woodstock. And what would Catholic Woodstock in a rock concert be without the priest at Mass asking people to, yeah, give a round of applause for Jesus? Yeah, that happened. I'm going to tell you something here, a little inside information. Jesus isn't a guitarist giving an awesome guitar solo. He's not Eddie Van Halen playing Eruption or Amy Grant singing a song about Christian love. Christ is king and should be treated as such. comes with a certain gravity. Numerous images like this one have made their way to social media. Pictures of the Eucharist and Ikea bowls to be given out to the mob in the usual Novus Ordo way of communion in the hand. And for those who defend communion in the hand, the practice was implemented using open deception and defiance of Rome by American and European bishops who literally ignored the demands of Rome to stop doing it, until finally the practice was tolerated because it had become such a widespread problem. That's how we got communion in the hand. And by the way, the practice was banned in the Vatican until Francis. It was. The worst bishops in America forced it on the church, and the practice continues to be decried by some of the better bishops, principally Cardinal Robert Seurat, who'd like to see the practice forcibly abolished. Now, regardless of what you feel on the issue, though, I hope we can agree that pictures like this are awful and display a lack of reverence for the sacrament. And that's not to mention how the people were dressed. I really can't show you some of those pictures because some of them are quite scandalous and might, uh, you know, get some problems with our hosts, unfortunately. Which all brings me back, though, to Chris Ferrara. The participants of these events honestly act no different than if they were at a rock concert, despite the generic message of how great our Lord is that pervades the world the focus of World Youth Day, and our Lord should be the focus of it. But here's Chris Ferrara, quote, Of course, this civilization of reconciliation does not mean anything like the Catholic social order, 
presented as the ideal in the teaching of the preconciliar popes. That ideal has been replaced by something quite different. As the Pope would later observe in his message for World Youth uh, World Day of Peace, 2001, so he's quoting John Paul II here, quote, Dialogue leads to recognition of diversity and opens the mind to the mutual acceptance and genuine collaboration demanded by the human family's basic vocation to unity. As such, dialogue is a privileged means for building the civilization of love and peace that my revered predecessor, Paul VI, indicated as the ideal to inspire cultural, social, political, and economic life in our time. The different religions, too, can, can and ought to contribute decisively to this process. My many encounters with representatives of other religions, I recall especially the meeting in Assisi in 1988, or 1986, and in St. Peter's Square in 1999, have made me more confident that mutual openness between the followers of the various religions can greatly serve the cause of peace and the common good of the human family. Ferrara continues, There is no question here of making converts of the followers of other ways in order to save their souls, nor any mention of our Lord's admonition about the consequences of the world's rejection of his gospel and his church. And then he quotes the gospel, Do not think that I came to send peace upon the world. I came not to send peace, but the sword. See Matthew chapter 10, 27. Also forgotten is the teaching of Pius XI, the Quas Primus, that there can be no peace worthy of the name without the social kingship of Christ over every man and every nation. That is not what World Youth Day and this, quote, civilization of love are all about. That is not the program of the post-conciliar Vatican apparatus. Yes, World Youth Days are filled with exhortations that young people who are already baptized Catholics, quote, follow Christ, but only in the context of a pan-religious brotherhood in which the beliefs of others are respected and even admired and not viewed as forms of darkness from which souls must be rescued. And yes, there are outdoor masses with pop-rock liturgical music and an opportunity to go to confession, whereas Woodstock was simply and only a pagan festival. But trendy mass liturgies and even confession can be had at any local parish. Clarity is not these things which draw the World Youth Day crowds. The rock music, the camaraderie, the chance to be close to a great celebrity, the Woodstock of it all, are what attract so many of the same youngsters who would, with equal alacrity, attend a performance by Britney Spears, Nine Inch Nails, or the out-of-retirement Black Sabbath. End quote. And where's the lie? That quote from John Paul II sounds like it could have been delivered by Francis at one of his Angelus addresses. Now, perhaps, given his advanced age and condition in 2001, he was reading from a prepared message written by a handler who would have loved working for Francis. Or perhaps the trads who say the two weren't all that different are the ones who are right. I'll leave that one to you to decide. The question at hand is World Youth Day. Is it time to shelve the whole thing? I think it is. As Dr. Peter Kwasniewski stated in a post on his public profile on Facebook, perhaps the church should promote some regular pilgrimages instead, which was the practice of our ancestors going back to the first century. It worked for 20 centuries, and it worked today, too. Quote, World Youth Day as practiced since JP2 is a bad idea. The mass market assumptions behind it, the atrocious way the Novus Ordo liturgies are conducted, the volunteer army deployment of the Eucharist, the lack of decency in clothing, the almost Woodstockian atmosphere, 
None of this makes any sense for Christians, let alone Catholics. However, I also know there are always good individual priests and leaders at World Youth Day trying to catechize, trying to bring people to Christ, and demonstrating, as they can manage, the joy and coherence of tradition in spite of the irrational structure of the event as a whole. Even if World Youth Day is not a sustainable model, the Lord finds weaknesses in any armor and lets fly his burning arrows. It never ceases to console me that God is so powerful he can find ways to bring good out of evil. End quote. And he goes on to reply to a criticism that he's attacking the Novus Ordo itself by saying that it's how the whole thing is being done that is the problem. You know, when Benedict did World Youth Day in Cologne, the Mass was offered with greater reverence than this stuff in Lisbon. And yes, I do join the numerous critics of World Youth Day, who point out that many people come to a stronger faith at the event. It's simply true. I, though, as a caveat, I also know a young man who had his come-to-Christ moment at a bar watching a woman disrobe for money. I don't recommend either way to come to Christ, honestly. There are people who have good experiences at World Youth Day, but the irreverence, the lack of respect shown to our Lord can't be easily dismissed. But again, maybe I'm being an old fuddy-duddy. I need to get with the times. The church needs to be hip, man. That's the only way she's going to survive. Maybe we need more Catholic rap shows at official church events. Again, listen to what you want with careful discernment. I'm not judging your tastes. I just question this being included at mass or at church events, especially ones as high profile as this. But again, maybe I'm wrong about this being a sign of the faith being further degraded and secularized. Let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media. That helps too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.